This is Reset. I'm Natalie Moore in for Sasha Ann Simons. Senate Democrats might put billions of dollars toward renewable energy. Two weeks after walking away from a climate deal, West Virginia Democrat Joe Manchin embraced one last night with a compromise dubbed the Inflation Reduction Act of 2022. The centerpiece, about $370 billion worth of clean energy tax incentives and grants. And here in the Midwest, a power grid that serves central Illinois, Iowa, Indiana, and Michigan is set to get a $10 billion upgrade. Advocates say this will reduce electric bills in the long run, make the power grid more reliable, and make renewable energy options more viable. Here to tell us more about these local efforts is Megan Hassett, Midwest Clean Energy Advocate with the Union of Concerned Scientists. Welcome to the show, Megan. Thanks so much for having me. And Megan, this climate deal still needs to be voted by the Senate, but it's a huge shift from Senator Manchin, who had all but vetoed legislative action to address climate change. This would be a significant boost to the renewable energy sector, which we know is a part of reducing carbon emissions. So what's your reaction to the news of the Senate climate deal? Absolutely. It's a great change of pace. And Senator Manchin being in a supportive role instead of an obstructive role is huge. And frankly, it's just great to have two pieces of genuinely great news for renewable energy in one week. Part of the deal proposes using tax incentives to ramp up for the renewable energy sector. But these solar and wind projects need access to regional power grids and the grids need to be able to to sustain these projects, right? That's right. Right. And, you know, these kinds of policies and these shifts uh, are exactly why it's so important that we invest in the transmission infrastructure necessary to enable a renewable and more affordable and reliable power system. Okay, so let's look at the regional grid here in the Midwest. What is the Mid-Continent Independent System Operator or MISU and what does it do? Absolutely. So most people know who their utility is since that's who builds them, but utilities across 15 states in the Midwest, including central and southern Illinois, are also part of a regional grid and a regional market for electricity. And so uh, MISO is uh, the regional transmission organization that manages this grid. So MISO is in charge of the planning and operation of the regional grid and the market for a large swath of the Midwest. It doesn't include the Chicago area, uh, which is managed by another regional grid operator called PJM. Um, But this is the um, RTO, the regional transmission organization that has made big news this week with transmission investments. Many people have called the upgrades to the grid long overdue. Why is that? Absolutely. So it's been a decade since MISO last invested in transmission in the region. And the inaction and lack of planning over the last decade, while uneconomic coal plants retire and new wind and solar gets built, has led to issues that MISO's long-range transmission planning and this package will address. But really, we're seeing you know big shifts thanks to market forces, uh, utility commitments that are providing carbon-free electricity, um, state policies uh, like Illinois' Climate and Equitable Jobs Act, or CEJA, so where we get our electricity from is changing pretty quickly. And at the same time, we're seeing climate impacts like more frequent and severe extreme weather, which stresses the grid. And it's really MISO's job to plan ahead and build the grid that we need uh, for the changes that we're seeing. So this is definitely long overdue. And can you remind listeners what reliable and resilient mean in the context of the power grid? Absolutely. These words are often used interchangeably, but they do mean slightly different things. So Reliability is more being able to count on the grid to 
flip your light switch on whenever you want to and have power be there um, and not just go out randomly. And then resilience is more about um, being able to withstand and bounce back from uh, severe weather events or power plant outages, things that really um, happen uh, so every so often that we need to plan ahead for as well. Let's get into some specifics of what the upgrades will do. Traanch is one is the portfolio of these fixes. 19 thermal overload spots will be fixed. How will this improve the grid's reliability? Absolutely. So Tranche 1 is a set of 18 transmission line projects throughout the Midwest region, and they're expected to come online by 2030. And these investments will provide significant benefits to ratepayers across the Midwest, including to central and downstate Illinoisans already struggling with increased risks of brownouts or controlled outages due to the outdated grid and system reliability issues. It'll also help with um, lowering prices as well. And essentially, these grid upgrades will help to integrate and distribute growing levels of renewable energy across the region and relieve those issues like uh, thermal overloads and congestion as well. So with the 19 thermal overloads that the project coming through in Illinois will fix, those are spots where the grid can get overly warm and potentially fail from too much electricity on the line at once. So preventing the grid from being overloaded, especially during times of high demand, like when everyone turns on their air conditioning, um, that reduces the risk of outages. Um, but in addition, we're also looking to address congestion. So MISO is working to help get electricity from where it's produced to where it's most needed and open up more kind of traffic lanes for electrons. And this is critical for avoiding the kinds of brownouts that faced Ameren customers during the 2021 polar vortex. What renewable energy projects are waiting to have access to the grid? Absolutely. So um, one of the most exciting implications of Tranche 1 in the region as a whole is that it would support an additional 53 gigawatts of renewable energy coming onto the grid in Midwest. And that's huge. But already there's uh, 14 gigawatts of wind and solar projects in Illinois alone that are waiting in what's called the MISO queue. So at various stages of the interconnection process, looking to connect the grid. And, you know, if you're a wind and solar developer and you can't find a place on the grid for your renewable energy to connect, that's not a good thing. And um, ultimately, some of the uh, capacity shortfalls we're seeing that are increasing prices for folks downstate are could be solved by uh, faster interconnection processes. So while the transmission investments and interconnection processes are, are kind of separate issues, unclogging the grid definitely makes it easier to integrate much more renewable energy much more quickly. What happened with Ameren, Illinois, and how will these upgrades help? Absolutely. So uh, this June, Ameren customers, uh, their electricity prices have more than doubled, um, and that's due to um, uh, capacity prices that have increased because of a supply shortfall in the region that MISO covers. Um, so essentially, this is due to lack of planning and foresight by MISO and Ameren as well, um, and in the short term, we need more things like bill assistance, energy efficiency programs, demand response, and energy storage to help um, make up for those shortfalls and help lower people's bills. But in the longer term, the way out of this is through by building more renewable energy and more transmission to accommodate that renewable energy and really make sure that there isn't capacity that's stranded in one place when we need it in another um, so, again, these projects won't come online um, until 2028 and 2030 about, but 
um, it is the long-term solution to issues that Enron customers are facing right now. This is Reset. I'm Natalie Moore in for Sasha Ann Simons. We're talking about a plan to upgrade the power grid in central Illinois and surrounding states. Megan Hassett of the Union of Concerned Scientists is with us to discuss this plan and what it will mean for the transmission to renewable energy. Megan, the cost of these repairs will be passed on to the ratepayer in the form of higher bills in the short term. But utility companies are saying that these repairs will pay for themselves many times over in the long run. What's going on here? Absolutely. So, yeah, the um, cost will get passed on to customers ultimately um, through MISO in Illinois. And um, again, yeah, the, these projects do pay for themselves. Um, the ratepayer benefits that MISO identified mostly come down to being able to effectively move lower cost energy like wind and solar power from where it's generated to where it's needed. So ratepayers will see benefits of emission reductions. Um, increase grid resilience and reduce risk of planned outages. So um, MISO, as part of the long-range transmission planning process, did calculate these out for folks um, to show the ratepayer benefits. So essentially, in Illinois alone, every dollar that is spent um, can be returned up um, $4 over the lifetime of the projects over the 20 years after they come online. What sort of jobs will be created with these upgrades? Absolutely. So um, in Illinois, uh, the Clean Grid Alliance did estimate that because of um, allowing more uh, 7,800 megawatts of new renewable energy resources to come online in Illinois, this development will create almost 32,000 jobs um, in clean energy while providing enough energy to power more than 1.8 million homes. And an additional there's uh, the jobs from building the transmission lines themselves, which across the region, I believe, will be over 100,000 jobs. The Clean Energy and Jobs Act passed the state legislature in 2021. It sets Illinois on the path to having completely renewable energy by 2050. Do other grids need to be updated to accomplish this goal? Absolutely. So um, the Climate and Equal Jobs Act, CJA, it does have the goal of reaching um, 40% renewable energy by 2030. So projects won't necessarily um, assist with that because the transmission lines won't come on um, quickly enough. But um, again, for the future of building um, a power system that aligns with where Illinois is heading as a climate leader after the passage of CJA, and for what the latest climate science tells us, we really need to transform the grid to match the needs of people and climate So approval of tranche one is a really big step, but it's, again, overdue, and it's uh, only the first of many transmission investments that we need um, to create a grid that can accommodate the pace and depth of power sector decarbonization necessary to secure a livable climate, cleaner air, and lower energy costs. Again, CJA um, is looking to uh, reduce um, reliance on power plants from uh, coal and gas, so looking to, by 2045, Um, have no energy coming from polluting sources. Um, And we'll definitely need a lot more than tranche one to to get there. How does Illinois compare to other states with these changes? Are we ahead? Are we behind? Or about average? That's a great question. Um, CJA is certainly spurring a lot of solar and wind development in Illinois and um, puts Illinois at the head of the pack in the Midwest. Um, 
And this is really important because solar progress had stalled out a little bit in Illinois before uh, the passage of CJA as well. Um, in addition, you know, the, the Midwest um, transmission projects, right now, Tranche 1 is only looking at uh, MISO North, so that's really the Midwest area. Um, and then there's also the southern part of MISO. So that area is not going to be seeing these benefits and not going to be seeing transmission projects until later tranches. So the Midwest is getting a leg up here um, because of all of the wind and solar that's already looking to connect to the grid and is already existing. And um, we definitely need more from MISO to uh, ensure that the southern parts of the grid are also able to benefit from more renewable energy. What will you be watching for in the implementation phase? Absolutely. So in Illinois specifically, um, we'll be seeing utilities like Ameren um, to actually propose the transmission projects. And it's the Illinois Commerce Commission that will be leading the regulatory approval process. So we definitely want to make sure that that process is thorough and timely, but also ensures significant um, stakeholder engagement and ensures that impacted communities are part of that process. Um, in addition, we want to make sure that, you know, MISO is still far behind on building the power system that we need. And MISO and Illinois policymakers must ensure that the state of the grid is not a limiting factor for Illinois' climate ambitions. So state agencies like the Illinois Commerce Commission and Illinois' elected leaders should really be engaging strongly with MISO and advocating for more swift and robust transmission planning that can facilitate Illinois' clean energy transition reliably and cost-effectively, as well as continue to push for improved interconnection processes so that those wind and solar and storage resources waiting to connect can come online faster. What else needs to be done to transition Illinois' economy away from fossil fuels? Absolutely. So transmission is a critical tool for uh, reducing carbon emissions and shifting power from uh, fossil fuels to renewable energy. Um, these projects of Tranche 1 alone are expected to reduce almost 400 million metric tons of carbon emissions between 2030 and 2050. So it's a big, big tool. We definitely should be um, using transmission as much as we can to displace fossil fuels with cheaper, cleaner, renewable energy by allowing it to be more mobile and more flexible. Um, but in addition to that, we certainly need uh, more wind and solar power to actually build. And we also need more distributed energy resources. So in addition to the large scale bulk renewable energy, uh, we want you know more control of local energy and community benefits to increase local climate resilience as well. So things like rooftop solar um, as well will help maximize benefits for everyday people. Um, in addition, energy storage and energy efficiency are, and demand response are all key parts of this puzzle. Great. Uh, thank you. We've been talking to Megan Hassett, Midwest Clean Energy Advocate with the Union of Concerned Scientists. Megan, thanks for your time. Thank you so much. Want more context on the top issues of the day? Find the podcast, WBEZ's Reset, wherever you listen.